The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Folks, greetings, conversationalists from all around the world. That's right, world. We've got listeners outside of the United States. How many shows can say that? <laughs> so, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, the Mexican, not afraid to be Americano. Oh, vamos con el show. Let's get started. There's, I, you know, I, I there's so much to get to. I don't even. I hate to say that because I know other shows say this, but it's so true. It's so true. It's going to be so hard to get to what I need to get to today, but I'm going to try my best. I'm, I'm just going to – we may do a rapid fire here today. I don't know, but we've got a lot to get to. And, uh, you know, I, I first of all, thank you again to all you listeners out there. The engagements that you guys have through social media and, and trying to reach me and everything is awesome. If I don't get to you to answer you, give me time. Give me time. I'll get to it. Uh, I'm not ignoring anyone. I promise, I'm not ignoring anyone. Um, so I'll try to get to answering any, everybody that I can. Uh, but just don't think that I'm ignoring you. I'm not. I'm not. It's just uh, you know I, I got a few things I have to do, ladies and gentlemen. Other than this radio show, until you listeners keep telling other listeners to tune in, so that we make the On Point with Victor show so big that no one can ignore it, and then I get to join the ranks of well those other guys. <laughs> so because right now I'm still just a peon on that little totem pole. But uh, but you know I it, this is awesome. It's so much fun. The show's growing so much, and I can't thank you enough. And and uh, it's it's also we're helping America's Web Radio grow, and that that just brings uh, happiness to my heart uh, because America's Web Radio is look, folks. This is one of those few stations you're going to find where you really can find some really good engaging programs. Um, whether it's mine, whether it's Locked and Loaded, whether it's the Doctor Show, whether it's a military veteran show, uh, there's just so much a car show. I mean, who doesn't love cars? I, I mean, if you're not a bedwetting liberal and you still enjoy the uh, high octane of petrol, <laughs> David, you look like you might have a comment. Well, we're going to. Uh be starting a campaign, and I'm sure you'll comment uh, on my comment. Of course. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we're, as a station and personally, Mm pro-life, period, in the statement. And if you really put some thinking to pro-choice and an abortion, what isn't an abortion? It's really... There's only one way to define it, in my opinion, and that's premeditated murder. Right. I can see that. A lot of people feel that way. And uh, But I'm guessing we've got a show coming up about this. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have more than a show coming up about it. We're going to have, uh, we're going to start a real campaign that, uh, you know, it's premeditated murder from the standpoint of you know, when people say, well, a woman doesn't have a choice. Yes, she has a choice. One, she could, at worst scenario, take a, a day after pill or, or whatever, you know. The first mm-hmm. choice is don't do it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Unprotected. Hey, it's abstinence just, works every time it's tried. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so we're going to really start tweeting our philosophy on premeditated murder. And from my standpoint and the way I look at it, and I'm talking to the doctors that do shows here. Mm-hmm. 
They agree. They take the hypocritic oath to do no harm. Mm-hmm. Ask that baby how they feel about harm. Right. And, Ask. Uh, you know, if they're, the doctor has to go in his office, am I going to perform this abortion? Am I going to perform this murder? Yeah, I think a lot of people look at it, and some doctors look at it that way, but I think what a great thing, David, for America, and this is why I say America's Web Radio is a special place, because you can go, while, while the On Point with Victor show, because I know a lot of people are saying it, probably thinking it, David, you know, we don't talk about the abortion issue that much, but that doesn't mean it's not an issue, and it doesn't mean you can't find something on America's Web Radio where this is going to be a, a topic of discussion, which Greg, uh, Greg, which Dave, Legend Dave just mentioned. Um, and I would, I would love to hear what some of our doctor hosts have to say in their opinion, so we'll, we'll look, we will look forward to this. That's, well, thank you, and, and you're gonna see our tweets and our Facebook pages uh, light up with, uh, you know, the fact that we consider abortions premeditated right. murder. Well, there you have it, folks, from the mouth of the legend himself. And he just happens to be the owner of America's Web Radio. So, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, David. And, yes, you guys, like I said, check out americaswebradio.com because there's so much more uh, there to to be heard, lots of shows to be heard. So, And, again, thank you for, for all of you guys who, who tune into to the On Point with Victor show, my show, and um, all of those who reach out. Uh, it, I, we just can't thank you. I can't thank you enough. And then on behalf of America's Web Radio, we can't thank you enough. So, so tune in. There's lots to be heard. So, all right. There's all kinds of stuff happening today, and I, I'm already getting inundated with uh, people who want to know my analysis. They want to know my opinion on, on things that are going on. Now, you know where I stand on, on the, uh, the, the impeachment of Biden. Um, I, I, I said weeks ago, weeks ago, absolutely the, the, the Republican Congress needs to put forth a, an impeachment in- inquiry. Absolutely. Because that opens up investigative powers, and they need to investigate because there, it is so clear. Look, there may not be the smoking bullet or sm- smoking bullet. The smoking gun may have not been found yet, but the way to get to a smoking bullet is to accumulate all the circumstantial evidence that's, which leads to hard evidence. And that's what they're doing. And now if, the, if you would do an impeachment inquiry, which I said weeks ago or maybe months ago, that's what I support. I support an inquiry because I support the investigation. What I do not support and will not support, and I don't, I don't think the Republicans are going to do it. I hope they don't. But if they try to push for an impeachment vote to actually try and impeach Biden, you're wasting your time and you're going to piss off the American people. Uh, that I'm just saying right now, I would let, just let me put this warning out because I know, I know there are some people out there in Washington and part of the establishment that listen to me. Uh, I, I know it's the underlings. Because the, you know, Graham and all his, they're not going to listen to me. They, they can't, they don't, first of all, they probably don't know who I am. And second, they, uh, they're not going to like what I have to say. The establishment Republicans do not like me, folks. They don't. Uh, and I don't care. I don't care. I do this radio show so I can inform the people of this country that this is a great country and you're an American and we all need to act like it. And that if you put your blind faith into the establishment Republicans, then you're not much better than putting your blind faith into the authoritarian Democrat Party of today. And we all know what the authoritarian Democrat Party of today is doing. They're taking this country right down into the ditch. And they're taking all of us with them. 
And, and so when I talk about the, the establishment Republican and I'm hard on them, it's because I want what's best for the American people. I want what's best for this country. This country is a great place and can be great again. And without the greatness of this country, what do you think is going to happen to your children and their children and their children and their children? The generations, we need to fight today for the generations that are coming behind us. Look, you've heard me talk about outrunning the stupidity of the Democrats. That's what I'm doing. <clears throat> and that's what I recommend all of you. When I talk, and I've done this for the past several years, when I tell you to save money when you can, squirrel money away, make some investments, do some smart things, make some sacrifices, maybe you don't go buy the Ferrari. <laughs> maybe you don't go buy that new vehicle. Maybe you don't go do some of the things you want to do. Because you gotta make a little sacrifice and save, because if you save and you make some right moves, you can outrun the stupidity of the Democrats. Because trust me, what's coming for the rest of this year and next year is not gonna be fun. There's gonna be some hardships in this, in this economy and I want you to be prepared for it. But I, I want you to be able to outrun this mess, because if the Republicans don't get their act straight, if they don't get it going and, and really turn things around, well, I don't know how long we can keep outrunning this, but there will come a time when you won't be able to outrun the deficits. We won't be able to outrun the debt. We won't be able to outrun the high taxes. We won't be able to outrun the high food costs, the high gas prices. We won't be able to run, outrun all of that and, or any of that. And then what's going to happen to the generations and generations? You as a parent or you as a, just a, a good citizen of this country should be concerned with the younger citizens coming up. And I don't care if there's a lot. Look, there are a lot of bozos coming out of college right now, and they're they're going to make their own bed, and they're going to have to sleep in it. But a lot of you out there who are teaching your kids proper and teaching them good things and teaching them work ethic – we want them to have a job. We want them to be able to have, prosper. And if we don't put this country on the right track, what are they going to prosper in? Socialism? Communism? Yeah, David. Okay. I, you know, this, this is for your benefit, Victor. And I know you'll probably be burying your fortune in tin cans or... or <laughs> all over the yard. All over the backyard. But... Two things. One, make a map so you can find them. So you can find them. <laughs> but don't accidentally bury your map. Exactly. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of, David? If you've ever seen the movie Vegas Vacation, and if you haven't, oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, you got to go see that movie. But there's a scene in there where where uh, Chevy Chase. Uh, runs out of money because he's in the casino losing his tail and his, and good old cousin and I'm going to forget the cousin's name. Why am I going to forget that? Uh, I'll have to ask Roger B. He'll remember. But uh, Cousin Ed, Cousin Eddie, Cousin Eddie shows up and says, well, you know, Clark, I got money, man. You've been so good to me. I, I'll let you borrow some money. And, and Clark is like, well, where is it? And he goes, well, that's the problem. I buried it, and I don't remember where I buried it. <laughs> All over the yard. So they, they, the next scene is them at night digging up hole after hole all over the yard to find tin cans of, of cash. So that's, you're not far off there, David. <laughs> and, and you know, the way, uh, the way Democrats are trying to control banks and everything, it may not be a bad idea to stuff that mattress, uh, or, or do some things like that. You know, I, cash is king, folks. Cash is king. And, and well, I recommend get yourself a safe, and save your dollar bills. It's as easy as this, folks. Look, if you're not rolling in the money right now, and I know, look, about 60, 70% of this country is living paycheck to paycheck. Here's, here's a good thing to do. Take your, when you're spending money and you get change, do not spend dollar bills. 
Do not spend dollar bills. Take your dollar bills and save them. Take your dollar bills and, and just keep them and let the, you will be amazed at how fast that'll add up. And I know it sounds hard. It sounds hard, but trust me on this. Trust me on this. Every time you get changed and try to spend cash, try and buy things with cash, limit the way you use your credit cards. And then every time you get changed and you get a dollar bill, a dollar bill, a do- save it. Take that dollar bill and stuff it somewhere. Get yourself a safe, but not a Liberty safe. Do not go to Liberty safe. I, I will say right and look, I don't ever do this on this show, but I'm going to do it right now because and I, I will give plugs on this show. When I have good customer service, like I had, uh, like right now, tire discounters in Shambly. If you're looking for tires, go see them. Those guys are uh, the, the, the great customer service, at least so far. At least so far. <laughs> um, I talk about Gala's Pizza, probably the best pizza around. That's in Brookhaven. Go see them if you're in the Brookhaven, Georgia. Um, I, so I talk about some good places. I, I've talked about a Ford dealership in, in, in Shambly that was great. I will talk about good good service uh, when when I see it. I rarely will come on this show and tell you not to go see somebody. I don't believe in boycotts. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. You can you can make up your own mind. I'm not going to lead boycotts on anything. Uh, but I will say this. Do not buy a safe from Liberty Safe. <laughs> Liberty Safe is using back – they're keeping a backdoor combination into safes that are bought from them and giving it to the FBI. They're giving it to DOJ. Today, the DOJ is not your is, is not your friend. I hate to say this. But the Democrat Party has weaponized the DOJ. And unfortunately, there are Republican establishment members like Lindsey Graham and McConnell that are all, helping, uh, all happy to let the DOJ turn its powers against the American people. And that's – Sad. That's sad, sad, sad. And why do I say that about Graham and McConnell? Because I don't see them out front trying to stop the DOJ from doing what they're doing. And don't give me this business. You don't have enough power. Whatever. You've made a living. You've made a career. Your life resolves around the Senate. Get up and do something. Get up and do something. Uh, but right now, Liberty, and I don't have the full story here, and I'll have to ask Roger B. to look into this. But I, I saw a flash story, and, I, and, and shame on me for not looking into this more. But if it is true. That Liberty Safe is keeping backdoor combinations to the safes they sell to American citizens and then willing to give that information to the FBI or any other law enforcement agent that asks for it. Well, then shame on them. Shame on them. So, you know, that's one reason I enjoy Apple. People make fun of Apple. I make fun of Apple. But I'll tell you right now, Apple has a hell of a security system or, or at least a, the, their policy and they don't turn over uh, they don't make their phone to where they can be easily cracked by law enforcement and 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 uh, so kudos to Apple for doing that so shame on Liberty Safe if it's true and I will have to verify this and I'll talk to Roger B with Locked and Loaded that'll be a good show he can do is uh, but if, if but anyway but the point is is go get yourself a safe just don't go go don't get Liberty Safe unless they prove that they're not doing these backdoor combinations to give to the law enforcement um, behind your back because that's ridiculous so go get find a good reputable safe company uh, maybe we'll find one hopefully we can find one to sponsor the show or maybe sponsor Roger's show Roger Left and Loaded the Gun Show. Um, but find yourself a safe, put it in your house, and then every dollar, don't spend dollar bills. Every time you get change, save those dollar bills, stick them in the safe, and before you know it, you're going to have a heck of a savings. And and that is key, folks. That's key. All right, that's enough of my financial lesson for today. So, all right, let me move on. We've got so much to get to. So why do I start? Why did I start talking about impeachment? Uh, and why did I remind you what I said weeks ago, week, uh, months maybe ago, when I said, yes, let's have an impeachment inquiry. Let's do that. 
because that gives Congress investigative powers. That gives them more subpoena powers. I will give you an example. They, the, the, the House Republicans subpoenaed, uh, some correspondence that the archives has. Now listen, if the archives has correspondence, then that means that correspondence had something to do with official government business in the executive branch. That has to be turned over when the, when it is subpoenaed by the Congress. And the Congress subpoenaed it, and what did, what did the archives do? They redacted almost all of it. Now, with, a, with an inquiry, with an impeachment inquiry, they can have greater subpoena powers, and they can get this stuff unredacted and see what's in, in this correspondence. And that is correspondence that's coming from Biden to Hunter to a niece somewhere to some family members who are having correspondence within the Biden White House or, well, let's say the Obama-Biden White House because he was VP back then. Um, I don't know. Maybe some of this is going on now. We don't know, but we need to find out. We need to find out, folks. So so that's the breaking news today that, that McCarthy has announced there will be an impeachment inquiry. So let's go to a break real quick. When I get back, I'm gonna I'll get into a little bit more about the difference between the inquiry and the difference between an actual impeachment. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. For conservative Republicans. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armendariz, the Mexican not afraid to be American. Not afraid, folks, not afraid. All right, so an impeachment inquiry, this is great. It's going to give more powers. Now, why do I say not to go forth and try to get an, an, an actual vote for impeachment? The votes aren't there. I don't even think there's enough Republicans that will vote to, to, to push out Biden, and they shouldn't. Do you want to be stuck with Kamala Harris? Do you want Kamala Harris? To ascend to the presidency? Do you, thank you, David. Do you want cackling Kamala Harris to, to go down in the history books as, as president of this country? I don't. I don't. Look, we're, we're, we're stuck with Biden. They're actually stuck with Biden. The only reason Joe Biden is on the ticket right now for 2024 is because they haven't figured out a way to get rid of Kamala, which cracks me up because eventually, Folks, after this fiasco that Biden just had in Vietnam, I don't know if many of you people saw this. Man, you can go look it up. But Biden's dementia and his whatever it is, whatever type of dementia he's suffering, clearly whatever they're giving this guy. So I would give anything. And and we have the right as American people to know what kind of drugs they're giving Joe Biden. We have a right to know this. Because trust me, if you've got a family member suffering from dementia, they're not getting the drugs that Joe Biden is getting. And that's messed up and that's just wrong. Uh, I don't care. Right right now, I I would venture to say – now, I don't know this for, to be true or a fact. I am just guessing. But I would probably bet money that Joe Biden right now is a walking test incubator for uh, dementia drugs. But clearly, they wear off. 
And, and, if, and all you need to do is look at Vietnam at this so-called press conference Joe Biden tried to give the other day. It was horrendous. The world is laughing at us. Let me tell you something. The Democrats told you over and over and over. They told us. The media told us. The Democrats told us that, oh, the world's laughing at, at Trump. No. They may have laughed at some of the things Trump did, but they feared Trump. Trust me when I tell you this. Despots around the world, socialists around the world, communists around the world, they feared Donald Trump. You know why? Because they didn't know what he would do. And that is the best way to conduct foreign policy is for your adversaries to have no idea what you would do in a situation, how you would respond. That is the best thing to do. Um, and Trump had it now. Right now, we have a fumbling, falling dementia patient that is in the White House. The leader of the so-called free world can't even put sentences together at any given time. If his drugs start to run out, he goes right down the tubes real fast. And if you don't believe me, just go look up this latest fiasco in Vietnam the other day when he was trying to give a press conference. First of all, he's stumbling around the podium because he said, oh, I'm going to take questions. But then, boom, a light goes off or something. Well, they told me who to call on. Don't talk to me. He actually looked out to one of the one of the journalists or two of them and said, I ain't calling. That's what he said. I ain't calling you. I have and he starts fumbling around. I've got I've got a list here. They told me who to call on. They gave me five people to call on and I'm just doing I'm just following orders. That's what Joe Biden says. And this is what you will find out in a dementia patient. When a dementia patient is having issues every now and then they'll have these moments of clarity and they probably say things that they shouldn't say. You know how a kid who's two, three, four, five years old will be brutally honest with you? Because a child just really doesn't know how not to be brutally honest with you. Well, that's what happens with dementia patients sometimes. Uh, they can be brutally honest and have these moments of clarity. And Joe Biden stood right there on this podium and said, Oh, I, I, they told me my staff gave me five people to call on. I ain't calling on you. I got a call from this list. So they had pre-approved questions. Okay. Pre-approved questions. And I don't care if any of you Democrats can lose your minds out there. If you don't think these are pre-approved questions, you're kidding yourself. You're out of your mind. Why else would he have a list? Do you think they gave Trump a list of, of journalists to call? And do you think they gave him, uh, predetermined questions? No, they didn't. And if he had tried to do that, the media would have lost their minds and rightfully so. The media should be reporting this, but they won't report this. You're not going to hear this in many places. But Joe Biden fumbled her. And then Joe Biden said, I'm just following orders. Whose orders is he following? Now, if you ask me, I will tell you that Obama's sitting around somewhere in his beach house with his head on the phone or earpiece on. And he's talking to somebody and they're talking to somebody. And that goes all the way to the White House. And then they pull Joe Biden's strings. But Joe Biden is suffering, ladies and gentlemen. And it's a shame. It is a darn shame. But it comes out, and it came out in Vietnam. And then, then the man starts, I don't know what he mumbled. And then he looked up and he says, uh, I, uh, uh, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. Yeah, that's putting fear into all our adversaries across the world. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even need to remind you of the border problem we have. Look, Republicans, hear me now, hear me well. You want to impeach somebody? Impeach um, that the 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 Department of the H O oh my H O A guy I almost said H O A 
<laughs> the, the Mark, what's the guy's name? Uh, the, uh, the guy who oversees the border. The, uh, what's that? Mayorkas. Yes, Mayorkas. The uh, Department of Se- Homeland Security guy. Um, you want to impeach somebody, Republicans, you go impeach him. That is your move. That's your move. Investigate Biden. That has to be done. So, yes, you're on the right track there. But when it comes to actual removal, impeachment, you go impeach uh, uh, Mayorkas. This guy has been lying, has been lying about the border because you know how many terrorist cells have come across that border. How many young military abled men who are part of a terrorist cell and they, ha- how do I know this? Because our own Department of Justice, our own Homeland Security has already said, yes, we know there are people who have ties with terrorist groups that are in the country and they came over illegally. So, we have a dementia patient in the White House. It's not striking the fear of anything in anybody. We have terrorist cells that are developing in this country. How do you think yesterday happened, folks? And I should have started off the show this way. But we have so much to do, and I'm trying to get so much out that, that uh, I, I just can't even keep up with my own brain. But yesterday was 9-11. Yesterday was the anniversary, the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. When, I, do I need to recap this? Probably not for most of you listeners. But yesterday... Yesterday was the was the anniversary of 9/11, where a group of terrorists, and now it it turned out that most of these, I think all of them, were from Saudi Arabia. Do you know what Joe Biden did yesterday? Do you know what his White House did? Do you know what the Democrats did yesterday? They pranced around yesterday, giving all these kudos and showering Saudi Arabia, the government, with all these niceties because they like our infrastructure bill. On the day of the anniversary of 9-11, where 3,000-plus people or so around there died, two buildings were brought down, three airliners were were smashed, two into a building, one into the ground. No, four, four, two into a building, one into the grounds in Pennsylvania, and one into the uh, Pentagon. All of that happened yesterday on on 9-11. Yesterday was the anniversary. And Joe Biden and the Democrats stand around yesterday and shower Saudi Arabia with all the love they could. Now, do you do you think that's coincidence? How can that be a coincidence? Are the Democrats that brain dead? I'll tell you what it is, folks. They don't want you to remember 9-11. They don't want you to remember 9-11. They don't want you teaching your kids about 9-11. They want it to fade away from the pages of history. Which is why Joe Biden is the first president, the first president to not visit one of the sites on 9-11 yesterday. He just couldn't do it. He was too tired from his vacation. He was too tired from Vietnam. They probably had to drug him up so much they couldn't get him back here. What a shame. That's not by accident, folks. It is not by accident. Don't think this. Now, maybe Joe Brandon, dementia patient, Biden didn't know what he was scheduled, what he was doing. But the people controlling him, the Democrats that are, whether it's Obama and all, and, and Susan Rice and all these other bozos, they didn't do this by, by, by mistake. They purposely had by not go to any 9-11 spot yesterday. They purposely did this. They did it to send a message. And that message is 9-11 just doesn't matter anymore. It needs to be off, off the pages of history. They don't want you to remember it. They don't want you teaching your kids about it. They don't want it in the history books. And that's a shame. That's a shame. So I hope that most of you, all of you, I hope you took a moment of silence yesterday uh, for the people, for the for the victims of 9-11 and, and for the heroes. Folks, listen, don't just teach your kids about the awful terrorist 
who 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 smashed planes into the buildings yesterday on 9/11 and uh, smashed sent a plane. Well, because of brave Americans, they weren't able to hit one of their targets, and then they crashed one into the Pentagon. All this 22 years ago yesterday. Now, don't just teach your kids that. Teach your kids the bravery and the American exceptional, the American spirit that came alive that day 22 years ago yesterday. Teach them about the heroes. Because let me tell you something. There were a whole lot of firemen, policemen, e, uh, emergency people, EMS people, paramedics, uh, all of these first responders. While people were running, people were running away from the buildings. They ran into the buildings. When when people were were falling down the stairs to get out, firemen were going up the stairs, and they were doing this when those buildings collapsed. We lost some good people, but that I, I can't explain to you. What that must have taken for some of these people to go, I know I have a family that I want to get home to, but I have a job to do. And I'm going to go in that building knowing that this building is compromised. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to save as many people as I can, knowing that I may not come out alive. And many of them didn't come out alive, including this one guy. Um, let me see if I can find his name. Uh, Rick Rescola. Rick, Rick Rescola. Now, if you want to teach your kids about a hero, you you teach them about Rick Rick Rescorla. He was the head of security for for Morgan Stanley in the South Tower of the World Trade Center. And after the first plane hit, do you know after the first plane hit the World Trade Center, the Port Authority in New York put out an announcement and said, "Do not leave the building. Do not evacuate." They told the South Tower, "Don't worry. It's only the other building one. Your building's okay. You're safe. The area is secure. Don't get out." But you know what Rick did? Rick turned to his friend and said, these people are effing crazy. They're effing crazy if they think I'm not going to get my people out of here. And you know what he did? Rick didn't listen to the Port Authority. He went running through South Tower, and he performed an evacuation. And he saved no less than 27 to 3,000 people. 2,700 to 3,000 people this guy saved on that day yesterday, 22 years ago, because he ran into that building. He didn't listen to the Port Authority, and he said, I'm getting my people out of here. And he got them out. And you know what he did? When he got the majority of the people out, streaming out of the South Tower, uh, while the second plane was on its way to hit, he was getting people out. And he got people out. He called his wife, and he said, I got to go back in. I got to go get my people out. And he went back in, and he never came back out. That is Rick Rescorla. That's the kind of bravery and the heroes that an American did on that day while we were being assaulted by terrorists and from the Middle East and whoever – it doesn't even matter where they're from. But the fact that those terrorists came and their goal was to kill as many Americans as possible, you had an American like Rick who 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 just said, I, I can't worry about my life, even called his wife and said, I have to go back in that building. You've made me have the greatest life I could have. And then he went in that building and he never came back out because somehow he knew. He knew he wasn't going to come back out. That's the kind of bravery that happens. So, ladies and gentlemen, do not let the Democrats, do not let people like Joe Biden and these awful elitists that are in Washington, these bureaucrats, do not let them ever, ever convince you to forget about yesterday. And don't you ever not teach your children about yesterday. You have to teach them about 9-11. Don't ever forget, folks. Never forget. And, David, looks like you might have a comment. Yeah, you know, uh Victor, the number of 
shows that we do with regard to veterans and our love of veterans and how we respect our veterans. And, you know, I don't know where you are. I know exactly, remember exactly what was happening on 9-11 when it happened and what I, where I was and what I was thinking. And I, you know, after the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. there was quite a nationalism, a national movement to join and fight. I'm joining the Army. Mm-hmm. My dad sold successful businesses to join the Navy. Wow. And uh, he had lumberyards in Texas, and he put them on the market almost before the ink could dry on the declaration of war and and joined the Navy. And I kept thinking as, as 9-11 was happening and everything was going, that we would have a, a bump in Americanism and we'd mm-hmm. see our young people come out and join the military and we'd have a surge of Americanism and today less than 1% of Americans join the military and I find that appalling. Absolutely. And you know, David, I can kind of understand it right now because who wants to join a transgender <laughs> military? I mean, well, what the generals know. are doing right now under Biden is terrible. I, I, in fact, I just heard from one of my, you know, I have two nephews that are in the army and I have one of them who said he's, he's basically counting his days out because of what they've turned the military in. He goes, he goes, we're not men anymore. You know, or at least the men like him aren't able to be men. That's sad. Oh, sad day. And to have a gay uh, chief. Uh, hey, are you talking about the, the dude that dressed up like a girl to lead the Navy? Yeah. So I got to tell you this, oh. too. Uh, well, if, if the joint chiefs, of the staff. joint. Oh, right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I. Oh, gosh. I won't even go there. But I will tell you this, David, because this made me laugh. So one of my nephews is just he's just he was born with the blessings of an incredible um gift of humor uh he's just a funny dude and he he is in the army and he said national guard and he um he told me he goes yeah we're turn they're trying to turn everything into what the navy already is now he gives me digs on the navy because i i tried to go navy back when i was gosh i don't know 19 20 21 years old and um i wanted to join the navy so he gives me a little little grief about that but uh but it was funny because the Navy has or or had some spokesman this year. Well, it was a spokes dude who dressed up like a girl. <laughs> I won't even get into it all, but which again, I got no problem. You go live your life the way you want to be, but don't expect the military to change for you. And if you're if you're a gay dude or transgender dude or whatever, and you're in the military, hey, if you're if you go be the baddest fighter you can be, but don't you try and change anybody else to you to to accept or or change their vernacular. 
you cannot, you can't say uh, we're going to change everything in the military. We're not going to teach combat fighting. We have to teach diversity. No, no. You, if you're joining the military, you're joining it because the military had. David, do I even need to say to the people out there in Radio Land what the purpose of the military is? <laughs> Because you and I know darn well what the purpose of the military is. And that's to kill things and blow stuff up. <laughs> so, that's it. Uh, um, I mean, that's it. And Simple as that. You know, it's, um, well, it's just, it's a shame. And we should never, as citizens and voting citizens, right. let it get out of hand like this. Absolutely and not. There's going to be a turnaround. There's, you know, we're also... I, uh, Looking at veterans to boycott, and I, you heard the word right, boycott mm. the VA hospitals and uh, Veterans Administration. Because when you join, you sign a contract mm-hmm. between you and the government that you'll put your life on the line. Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, well, we'll take care we'll of take you care when of you're you out. And your family. Now, the VA... Be. Is not taking care of our veterans. Not a, they'll spend a billion dollars sending it to I, Ukraine and some crap and, and not even concern themselves where the money goes. And not concern. And and yet we have veterans here that are walking the streets, and that should never be. Nope, never be. David, you're a hundred percent right. And um, I, I invite all veterans to boycott mm-hmm. the VA yeah. until you get what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, proper care. And and again. The other thing that you can do is get out there and work hard to either either get Trump or DeSantis elected because those guys will fix the VA because Trump was Trump was he Trump. In fact, I, I I'm almost sure, David, that under Donald Trump's first four years that he was the first president to to make it to where a bureaucrat in the VA could get fired for not doing their job. And also, he said, if the VA can't handle it, you go to a regular doctor. You and go we'll to, pay it. And we'll pay it. Absolutely. And, and the Democrats will take that away as soon as they can if they haven't already. Uh, so, um, so listen, folks, voting matters. <laughs> voting still matters. And, and I don't know how many examples we have to give you here, whether it's on a military show, on the, on a veteran show, on the America's Web Radio, or it's my show, the On Point with Victor show. How many examples do we have to give you with the Democrats do not value our veterans? They'll say they do, and they'll give out a bunch of nice, pretty words whenever they when it's election time, but their actions speak louder than words, folks. One, one last point. Yeah. And I thought for sure 9-11 would do it, but obviously it hadn't. We have this distorted view of ourselves in the United States that because we're goody two shows, shoes and we're the first on the scene of any natural catastrophe. disaster, mm-hmm. catastrophe, that everybody loves us. Mm. Folks don't believe it. Not. People hate us. They don't all love <clears throat> us by any means. That's it. No, go ahead. I was going to say, David, that's a great point, and it made me think of the other boneheaded thing, move that Biden did yesterday. So in the midst of the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, not only did they praise Saudi Arabia, of which where the terrorists came from, they also gave a bribe to Iran. Iran has – next to those terrorists that that came over on 9-11 22 years ago yesterday, Iran's probably – the biggest killers of Americans other than that. 
And Joe Biden yesterday gave them billions of dollars in a bribery scheme on the day, the day of anniversary for 9-11. Again, folks, that wasn't by mistake. It wasn't by mistake. So, and it's so, our money he's it's, giving Yeah, it's away. taxpayer money, our money. Our money that he just gave a bribe to one of the worst terroristic states in the world, and that would be Iran. And that's what your your Joe Biden dementia patient who's being puppet mastered by Obama and his cronies and who who knows who else. But I folks, I cannot stress enough. Today's Democrat Party is not your friend. I've said it before and I'll say it again. But uh, but no, David, I appreciate that because that made me I almost forgot about that. Uh, and folks, if you listen, everything I'm telling you, you can go fact check me to the cows come home. And uh, and, and, you know, that makes me hungry for steak. But you can fact check me all you want. Uh, you can go look this stuff up. Go do a DuckDuckGo search. Look, uh, I talk about DuckDuckGo. I'm not, I, I'm happy to talk about DuckDuckGo because if you're using Google, you're being filtered, you're being followed, you're being uh, they're they're trying to to determine what you see and what you don't see. DuckDuckGo doesn't do that. So go do a DuckDuckGo search. Do a search for uh, Joe Biden gives bribery to Iran or Joe Biden gives money to Iran. However you want to do it, just search it and you'll see the stories will come up on what Joe Biden did yesterday. And it's bad enough that he's giving the taxpayer dollars to Iran, a terrorist state who goes around chanting, we hate America, death to America. Not one day goes by which the government of Iran and the people and the people that it's controlling aren't screaming somewhere, death to America. And what did Joe Biden do? He took billions of your dollars, millions, billions, I don't know, uh, and, and just gave it to that terroristic state. Uh, this is ridiculous, folks. It's really something that Donald Trump would never do. You say what you want about Donald Trump. He would never do that. And Ron DeSantis would never do that. In fact, I would expect and I hope that if, as soon as Trump's reelected or, or Don, Ron DeSantis is elected, that they figure out a way to get as much money back from Iran as possible. I mean, I'd cut that country off so fast and drive them right into the poorhouse uh, because we could do it. We could do it economically. Thing is, the, the reality is, Iran's not poor. Mm-hmm. They have plenty They're of not. oil, and, and uh, who do they sell their oil to? Oh. I mean, we're getting oil from them. Russia's getting oil from them. China's getting oil from them. Folks, the Democrats are so full of of, of bullshoy. That they, they're just pulling the wool over your eyes and at some point this has got to stop. At some point, I think people hopefully are, are gonna, more people will wake up as they see the corruption that, that is in the Biden family, the corruption that is in the Democrat. Look, I'll get to a story right now. Uh, because my goodness, we're gonna run out of time if I don't. Um, I, it, this is an, I, I, this is a huge I told you so moment. Now I don't do a whole lot of I told you so's, but I'm getting so darn good at reading the Democrats. <laughs> I'll just pat myself on the back. Um, that, that I, they, I've got a couple of I told you so's. So I, I keep telling you that at every time the Democrats accuse the Republicans of something, you can rest assured that the Democrats are doing it or they're planning on doing it. And what have the Democrats done of late, uh, the last couple of years? Uh, actually, the last, gosh, probably five or so years. They keep telling you that somehow, somehow, Donald J. Trump and the Republicans, who cut your taxes, who cut regulation, who promote freedom, promote liberty, they somehow are convincing the American people, at least half of you out there, that somehow Donald Trump and the Republicans are authoritarian. 
when I keep telling you the authoritarian party is right in front of your face. And that's today's Democrat Party. Today's Democrat Party is the authoritarian wannabes. They they love authoritarian parties. They want to be an authoritarian party, and that's what they're trying to do. Uh, they're doing it by telling you what kind of car to drive. They're doing it by telling you you can't have gas. They're doing it by telling you what kind of food to eat. They're doing it by telling you you can't have a dishwasher. You must have this type of washer. You can't have a washing machine. you got to have this type. You can't have a hot water heater. Now you got to have this kind of heater. They're telling you every, you can't have a light bulb. You gotta have this type of light bulb. The Democrat party is trying to control your life. Oh, you can't have this health care. You're gonna have this health care. Oh, you must have this shot. No choice. You must have this shot. This is that the Democrat party. You must confine to your house. Oh no, wait, Mr. Democrat. I know medical science. And doctors, plenty of doctors said, I should be outside during a pandemic, not inside. I should be in the fresh air. Oh, no, no, no. Your Democrat government, and unfortunately, some of the Republicans led by Donald Trump because he listened to the Democrats, they put you in your house and locked you down. They closed your business. They put you out of work in the name of safety. All right? And they grab this authoritarian type power and they don't want to let it go. I told you in 2020, I told you over and over, if you, the people, we, the people continue to allow the government bureaucrat career politicians to assert the power that they suddenly pulled out of their nether regions and they called it emergency powers. And unfortunately, look, I listen, I told you guys, I support Donald Trump, but I am not a sycophant to Donald Trump. So I will tell you when I have a problem with some of the things that Donald Trump did. And one of the things Donald Trump did was he encouraged the states to use emergency powers beyond their means. I'm sorry, folks. You can go look this up. You can go find the speech where Trump said these, that, that the governors should use emergency powers to do some ridiculous things. And then what did the Democrats do? They went, oh, let's do it. And once they got a taste of that power, they don't want to let it go. See, the difference is what Donald Trump didn't did not calculate Donald Trump just assumed that, well, the Republican governors, they'll stop with – they won't abuse the power. They'll just really try to get safety first, and then they'll give the power back to the people. But the Democrats will never do it. And, hell, some Republicans didn't do it. Listen, politicians, power corrupts. Power corrupts absolutely. And I don't care if if you're a Democrat – you can assume that Democrat's going to be corrupted by power because that's what happens today and at today's Democrat Party. But there are Republicans out there that are also hungry for power. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, I don't even know if he knows what day it is, where he is, or how old he is. And they're wheeling him in and out of places and having to, to help him answer and, and keep him lucid. But he won't let go of that power. Um, Lindsey Graham, been there forever, won't let go of that power. Uh, look at the Democrat um, Feinstein. They literally have to roll her in everywhere and answer for her. She won't let go of that power. Folks, power corrupts. It's unfortunate, but it does. This is why you can't allow normal people, politicians, to be career politicians. Political service should not be a career. Should not be a career. Because power will corrupt. Now, and you're seeing it. 
So now, what did I tell you? I told you not to let, the, especially the Democrats, have this kind of power in 2020 because they won't let it go. So now, what happened? You look at this little tyrant in New Mexico. This governor in New Mexico, I can't remember her name, and I've got it in my stack of stuff. Uh, Luan Grissom. Governor Lujan, I'm sorry, Lujan Grissom. She's in New Mexico. She's a little tyrant, folks, and she's an authoritarian wannabe. And she just issued a 30-day abolishment of the Second Amendment. Your Constitution, she said, has no bearing. She basically said the United States Constitution has no bearing because I am a governor of this little state or big state called New Mexico. And as governor, I have emergency powers. I'm surprised that she hasn't said, well, Donald Trump did it in 2020, so I'm doing it now. This little tyrant, and I told you the Democrats would do this. You wait, folks. They're trying to do a climate crisis they're trying to declare an emergency of climate crisis. What are they going to do? Ban all oil? Are they going to ban your electricity? Yeah, they will, and they're trying to. So now let me tell you what this governor in New Mexico is really up to. She knows. She knows she's going to be shot down. She knows that the Supreme Court is going to smack her down big time. She's not doing it because she thought she could really abolish the, the Constitution. She's doing it. Because they're testing the waters. Everything. Listen, I told you, the Democrats are long-term planners. Everything the Democrat Party does today, they're planning for the future. Right now, she's testing the waters. Right now, it's the New Mexican governor, New Mexico governor, is trying to test the waters for the Democrat Party. She's also auditioning. Now, and you can say you heard it here first because I bet you no other host is going to tell you this today. That little tyrant in New Mexico is auditioning to be Gavin Newsom's VP because neither one of them think, including me, that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to be able to run in 2024. Joe, They're trying to figure out a way to get rid of Joe Biden, folks, and they can't do it because of Kamala Harris. But sooner or later, they're going to figure out a way to do this. Their guy is going to be Gavin Newsom because they think Gavin Newsom's young. He's energetic. He looks like JFK. And then they're going to say, you guys have that old guy, Trump, and we've got Gavin Newsom. Trust me. I know how the liberal messed up authoritarian mind of a Democrat works. For some reason, my superpower right now is to be able to read these Democrats like I can read the back of my hand. And I am telling you, this Governor New Mexico is auditioning to be the VP choice of Gavin Newsom. I, I just I believe that's what she's doing, and she's also testing the waters for the Democrats. Listen, do not be mistaken that the, there are Democrats right now that are pushing back against the New Mexican governor, saying that oh no, she's wrong, she can't do this. They're not doing it because they disagree with her. They're doing it because they disagree with the way she's doing this. The way that the governor of New Mexico has tried to just come out and openly say, I can ban the United States Constitution. I can suspend the United States. You don't have an absolute right. The Second Amendment, your Bill of Rights are not absolute. That is what the New Mexico governor is saying. But see, her tactic is wrong. She went too far too fast. And that seems to be a problem with the Democrats sometimes. So when you hear Democrats right now saying, oh, no, wait, Governor, you can't do that. They're not doing it because they disagree with what she's doing. They're doing it because they disagree with how she did this. This is a test. This is a test to see how many voters, how much of the voting populace 
can the New Mexican lady, the governor, how many people can she convince that somehow she has emergency powers to suspend your Bill of Rights that are your God-given rights in the United States Constitution? Ladies and gentlemen, our founding fathers, uh, the people who fought to free us from the monarchy of the Kingdom of England, they did not write the Constitution. Jefferson didn't write the Constitution. Hancock didn't sign the Constitution. Franklin didn't sign. They didn't sign the Constitution just so they could say the power relies with the people until your governor decides you don't have the power anymore. The power of this country and the government resides with the people. Ladies and gentlemen, it's very clear. We are very unique because of our constitution, our way of life, our governance is the most unique governance on the planet because we have a document that is the law of the land. And that document clearly states and the writings up to the document, because you can research what the founding fathers wrote leading up to the constitution. Everything was about the people shall reside with the power. The people shall have the power. The people will have power over the governing, the governing people. We elect people to represent us. When we don't like what they're doing, we throw them out. There's even a clause in the Constitution that says, and I can't vote, uh, I, can't, I used to be able to quote this verbatim, but it basically says, when if, if the current government turns into a tyrannical government, it is our duty as people to overthrow them. So never, ever, ever did the Founding Fathers ever say or intend for a governor to have the power to suspend the highest law of the land, which is the United States Constitution. But that's what this lady in New Mexico is trying to do because she's testing the waters to see how far can she get away with? What can she get away with? Because the Democrat Party, what they have planned for you next year and for what they have planned, if a Republican wins next year, ladies and gentlemen, I am telling you, you better be prepared, and we better put a stop to this right now. David, look like you look like you've got a comment. Yeah, I got a big one, and I got a big one for you. You know, basically what you've been saying, and what we've been saying, what you've been saying for months, is that the Republicans in Congress need to get a set of cojones, <laughs> or, or webbles, balls, or in English, <laughs> and balls. I, you know. You know, ACDC has a good song about that, but go ahead, David. This is time for your audience, the people that listen to your show, and it can't, it can't be a mushy, gooey ball. It needs to be a hard ball. It needs to be some balls of steel. What I'm campaigning for, what I would like to see happen, everybody that listens to the show, Go out and buy a major league hardball and send it to your congressman. Hey, that's and a give good idea. Give him a set of balls. Oh, that is a great idea. No, that is a great idea. Just buy a baseball, take your marker, and put. I'm I'm going to let you borrow my American set of hot <laughs> balls. I think that's a great idea, David. That is a great, what a great symbolism to show. Yeah. If, and if, 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 if imagine if, if you got a million, oh, two million, if one percent or two percent of, of, of good hardcore Americans, patriots, all mailed in a baseball to the Republicans, starting with Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and the rest of those bozos, what a statement that would be. David, I love it. 
That needs to, I'm going to put this out on the, on point with Victor social media. I'm going to put it out on the websites and everything. We need, this is a great campaign. And if, and great, if great, you're great sending campaign. it to somebody like McConnell, mm-hmm. take go, these balls and go home. <laughs> go to your local little league and get one of their little league hard balls. Oh my goodness. That's great, David. I love it. I, this is a great idea, David. That, this is why you're the legend. This is why you're the legend. So, <clears throat> Look, folks, we may have to do something like this. We may do a call to action. Uh, pay attention to my social media. And look, I'm, I'm Radio Victor on Instagram. I'm, I th- or on, no, I'm, I'm on point with Victor on Instagram, on point with Victor on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, on TikTok, just about everywhere. We have a YouTube channel now. I, we're all over the place. So look, you know, at, what, what, well, what would the big time media think if oh all of a gosh. sudden they got, if, Millions of, if or, you know, millions of baseball of started baseballs. showing up in Washington, yeah. that David, that's brilliant. It's bri- If if millions of Americans did it, not enough. The media could not ignore it. You know, and and on on the outside of the package, put for Republicans only. Only, yeah, I, I, I absolutely. You should you should take a marker and put your own personal message on here, and it should be addressed to Republicans only. I like that. Republicans only. Um, we, the American people, we, the patriots of this nation, would like to lend you a set of balls. It's as simple as that. It's that would be perfect. I, I, David, I'm going to run with this. I think this is great. I think it's brilliant, brilliant, folks. Because, listen, I, I, I can't – I'm giving you an example after example of how the Democrats are the authoritarian party. They want to tell you what to eat, when to eat, and how to eat. You know, it, I'd, I'd uh, like to hear from your friends in Florida – uh, what oh, they yeah. think of the idea. You our, know? Some of our listeners, you know what? I the listeners in Daytona. That's who David's talking about. So the listeners in Daytona, you guys, I, you know, they're so creative down there that they'll probably they're probably already working on something. So um, let us know what you think. So starting with the listeners down there in Daytona and listeners everywhere else, uh, you guys, you you can reach me at Victor at America's Web dot com or reach me on social media uh, or reach out to David GM at America's Web dot com. Give us any ideas you have or any any uh, any thoughts you have on this. Okay, um, you know what would be great? Would, this would be absolutely great. Get together with a bunch of your cohorts that feel the same as we do mm. and have a baseball party and have it at somebody as you're, you've gotten all these baseballs, you start packaging them and you have a line of a guy putting one ball in yep. here and one and, and take pictures of it and that make, would be great. You know, make a big deal of, of you know the, that and we could make it a social media thing. Yeah. I mean, this could be a social media thing because yeah, you could have your uh <laughs> sending balls to Washington party and have this this could trend on social media. This is a good idea. I I I think it's a great idea. So, um I'm going to see if we can't run with this. Maybe I can get some people started, some of you listeners out there. And the next time I fill in for anybody, uh I I'm going to talk about this, David. So, I will run with this. This is a great thing to do. Uh because ladies and gentlemen, the Republicans they do. They need just like I said, uh, this inquiry that that happened today that that McCarthy did. Listen, I let me tell you something else about McCarthy. What McCarthy's doing don't believe – listen, McCarthy, I told you he's an establishment dude. Don't believe that he's doing this inquiry because he wanted to, because he didn't. He's doing the inquiry because uh, the uh, – the the uh, how should I put this? The patriot wing of the Republicans, the, the Freedom Caucus wing of the Republicans pushed him into this. But – what they, I don't know if they calculated correctly or not, because I can tell you what, what, what McCarthy's thinking. 
Look, there in two weeks, we're in danger of going into a government shutdown. But by McCarthy doing the inquiry, now he's going to be able to tell the Republicans, no, we can't do a government shutdown. Because the establishment Republicans do not want to do a government shutdown when the Freedom Caucus, and we should do a government shutdown, folks. We should shut these bozos down, shut every investigation down, shut all of it down. Because we don't have the money to keep paying for this mess. And um, and we can't keep spending money. And we can't keep uh, spending the money that we're spending. So um, I, so just be, be, be alert to what McCarthy's up to. But we do need to do the investigation. Uh, we need to impeach uh, the, the Mayorkas. That's the guy to go after. All right, folks. I didn't even get the booty juice. We didn't even get the booty juice, the Secretary of Transportation. We'll do that next week, folks. You don't go anywhere. Locked and Loaded's up next with Roger B. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.